Social media is the future for small business marketing and a handy free tool within our marketing tool belt. However, creating a strong and fully realized digital marketing plan can help you figure out tangible ways to reach your goals by outlining each step of the process in a way that is easy to understand. In today's episode of The Business at Hand, we are continuing our mini-series on digital marketing planning with a focus on setting objectives for your social media profiles. By the end of this episode, you'll know exactly what your objectives are online, along with having some creative ideas for how to use your profiles and content effectively to move towards your overall goals. Hey there, I'm your host, Anna Ringstead, and you're listening to The Business at Hand. Thanks for joining me for part two of our mini-series on digital marketing planning, courtesy of Associated Bank. Well, last week we discussed the basic business information that goes into your digital marketing plan. This week, we're going to discuss how to find the right social media objectives for your strategy. As most of you are aware, it's always easiest to track our progress towards our ultimate goals if we have a clear vision of what we're trying to accomplish. The same idea goes into your digital marketing plan. When we create concise objectives, we have a firm foundation to build upon. In today's episode, we're going to discuss seven popular digital marketing objectives, define what exactly they are created to accomplish, and then dive into some content ideas to get you started. By the end of this episode, you will have a clearer path forward towards your ultimate social media goals while also having a strong understanding of ways that you can get there. There's quite a lot of ground to cover with today's episode, so without further ado, let's move on to the topic at hand. One of the most popular social media objectives is increasing brand awareness for your business. This means that you are expanding your reach to potential consumers by educating more of the public on your business, your beliefs or company culture, and your products or services. If you talk to anyone within the marketing industry, they will tell you how expensive it can be to advertise and educate potential consumers about your products and goods, but thanks to social media, this process has become a lot more affordable. I know I've said it a few times in previous episodes, and I'm going to say it again. Consumers are really searching for ways to connect with small businesses as a whole. This is where sharing content that highlights your authenticity can be used to your advantage, and social media is ideal for making this sort of intimate connection. There are literally millions of social media pages and profiles out there, so by highlighting what makes your business unique and sharing the story of who you are, you can set yourself apart from other online profiles. When it comes to brand awareness, you're really seeking to have your content become a valued part of your followers' regular social media regimen. I know that I throw the term authenticity around a a lot, so before we delve into some ideas for how to increase your brand awareness through your social media, we'll discuss authenticity a bit further. In psychology, authenticity refers to the ability to stand firm in your convictions and beliefs despite outside influences that may be pushing you in another direction. We'll take this definition and tweak it slightly to fit into our social media personas. Authenticity in the social media sense means that our online presence is consistent with our business's beliefs, tone, and overall story. When I think about authenticity, I always end up coming back to an experience I had several years ago while searching online for someone to help me complete my taxes. 
I came across a firm that had a wonderfully put together website that seemed friendly and personable, and they consistently touted their expertise. I didn't have any qualms about sending them a message to inquire about their services. However, the email that I got back was like a night and day difference from the message they were sharing through their website. The email I got back was riddled with spelling and grammatical errors, and the representative that responded to me was not very kind. It felt more like I was receiving responses from a robot than a real person. That whole experience instantly turned me away from that organization because I had seen their website and thought I understood who they were, but when it came down to actually connecting with them, it was like they weren't even the same company any longer. Authenticity will take you a long way in the long run because not only do you show people who you are, but you can help your potential customers understand what they can expect by hiring you for your services or stopping in to buy your products. The goal is to be your genuine self in your interactions and this feeling should resonate with your content. If you're listening to this and you're not sure exactly how to show your authentic self online through your interactions, I have a few ideas to get you started. The first part of being authentic is knowing who you are as a company or as a brand. It boils down to really knowing what your values and beliefs are. If you already have created a business plan, there's a good chance that you have put together a mission statement, which is a great place to start. You can also scan the rest of your business plan to see what else stands out to you because your business plan outlines just about every part of your business that you can think of. Next, let's think about your tone when you're in communication with customers. When you have someone stop into your store, how do you talk to them? Do you find that you're more conversational and casual throughout your discussion? Or do you have a business that prides itself on its professionalism and uses more corporate phrases? We can take this another step further by envisioning how we would like to respond to individuals online. If one of your followers on social media leaves a comment, review, or question, how do you envision yourself or your business responding? The reason that we want to take a look at not only our mission statement, but how the overall tone of our business is, is because we always want to be consistent in our engagements while avoiding sending mixed messages. Similar to the experience that I had with the tax agency, I thought I had a firm understanding of who the company was and what type of service I was going to receive, but I was completely wrong. For that reason alone, it made me withdraw from that organization and seek services elsewhere. If you ever come to a crossroads where you aren't positive that what you're posting or creating will fit in with what your overall brand's authentic self is, refer back to your mission statement and see if what you're saying aligns with your business's ultimate mission. I have a few other suggestions and ideas for showcasing your authentic self through your social media. My first and biggest suggestion is to share your passions in a way that really sparks inspiration in others. Now this may sound like a tall order, but when it boils down to it, it's probably something that you do every day. When we talk to other people about things that we're passionate about, whether it's our business, our favorite sports team, or even a hobby that is near and dear to us, we tend to instantly become more animated. This is a unique energy that can wear off on those that are around us, which can be inspiring in its own way. Use this power to your advantage when you're creating content on your social media profiles. Don't damper down your excitement for your newest added product or that new service you work so hard to develop. Share it loudly and proudly. Even through a less personal medium, such as social media, users will feel that excitement and in turn feel more connected with your brand as a whole. 
If you're looking for ways to share more about who you are as a business, spend some time to make content that highlights your achievements, shares your amazing staff and team, give a sneak peek into what you're currently working by sharing a behind the scenes look. You can absolutely show your business's personality and authenticity through interesting content such as videos, blogs, pictures, and more. The sky is certainly the limit when it comes to your content. Just make sure that you're always posting something that doesn't feel fake or forced. My last suggestion when it comes to brand authenticity, especially if you have multiple social media platforms that you use, is to make content that is specific to each platform that you have. I even fall into this trap where I spend time creating social media content and want to use it across the business development's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, but I feel like that can seem sort of lazy to users who follow you across multiple platforms. Spend the time to think about the users that you have on each of your platforms and find ways to create content that truly resonates with them. All in all, increasing brand awareness is a somewhat introspective journey where we look internally to find what types of content expresses our true passion, motivation, and authentic self. And if we do this successfully, our followers will not only feel it, but share it with the world. Every business has an overall goal of increasing their current sales and becoming more profitable, and social media and digital marketing can help you reach your objective. Social media users are more likely to purchase a product that they have seen being used by someone else online. Social media users are also more prone to purchasing products from brands that they are currently following or actively engaging with online. You can definitely use these two pieces of information to your advantage when you're creating content for your social media pages. Let's talk about that first point, that social media users are more likely to buy a product that they have seen being utilized by someone else online. This can create a great advantage if you have a product or service that would sell itself best if people could try it out or see it in action. For example, Let's say that you have an organic cleaning product that you've developed that cleans deeper than other traditional chemical-filled cleaners. Although you could have packaging that states it cleans better than your competitors, most cleaning products have some sort of similar claim on their packaging about how they're the best. So, show your followers that your product is the ideal choice by recording a video that shows you using the product as compared to your competitors and highlights what makes your product outshine your competition. If you feel like you have a product that may not require such an in-depth explanation, turn to your followers for content ideas. In the digital marketing age, content that is created by your followers that can be utilized to help market your products is known as user-generated content. Not only is this sort of content a refreshing break from your self-created work, but it is also a way to share with the world that people are using and loving your product or service. When a follower reviews your business, reach out and ask them if it's okay for you to share their review on your page. Although it is their words posted on your profile, we always want to make sure it's okay to share this sort of information with our followers. If they're agreeable, you can create a graphic paraphrasing their review and share it with your other followers. Not only does this share great business-related PR for your business, you're also highlighting and engaging with a specific follower and showing the world that you have people using and loving your products or services. So let's jump to the second point from before, that social media users are more prone to purchase a product from brands that they are currently following or engaging with online. 
You can use this information to showcase products or services that you're trying to increase sales for. Make sure to take good pictures of your products or goods when you're sharing them online and make sure that your pictures are aesthetically pleasing. If you're going to spend all the time taking images of your products, make sure that you get clear, non-blurry images. If you're able to, you can invest in a tripod for your camera or even your phone, which will help with the clarity of your pictures. While taking pictures of your goods, take a lot of different shots from different angles. Then you can choose which images stand out the most and fully capture your product in all of its glory. Remember, there are a lot of pictures of products out there and most of them are very similar in style. So if you can present your products in a creative or out of the box way, it'll definitely make a memorable impact. Another friendly tip for taking pictures of your products is that you don't wanna be taking pictures of all of your products at once. For example, if you have a boutique with a whole section of new products, do your best to not take pictures of the entire area because this can be overwhelming for your followers. Instead, choose a product that you really want to showcase and spend the time to highlight it. You can also potentially increase your sales by creating promotions that are specifically aimed at your online followers. If you have an online store, you could offer a special discount code for orders and share that only on your social media pages. If you don't have an online store, you can share a special shopping in-store event and release the date and time for the sale to your online followers. If you share that this is an exclusive event created with your followers in mind, there's definitely a potential to increase your sales. There's a nutrition club here in Ladysmith that offers a $1 discount on your purchase if you check into their location on Facebook. This is a great way to offer a discount to your customers who are your loyal followers while also creating free advertising via user-generated content by having the post be seen by everyone on that customer's friends list. As an added bonus, you may even increase your followers online through a campaign such as this. All in all, there are many ways that you can use social media to help boost your sales as long as you make sure that you're focusing on providing valuable content to your followers and creating events with them at the heart. you already have a strong base of loyal customers, it may be time for you to bring in some new customers who haven't had the opportunity to frequent your business yet. Attracting more customers is another one of those goals that almost every business has on their mind, and social media is a perfect tool for helping to accomplish that goal. One way to attract more customers that you've probably seen on your own Facebook feed is by hosting a contest for your followers. Many promotions online have a piece of content, generally a picture, and ask for users to like or share a post and to tag a handful of their friends in the comment section for a chance to win a prize. While this may not always be the most effective way for you to interact with your potential consumers, you have the chance to increase your visibility by an almost exponential amount. The more engagement your post receives online, the more likely they are to be seen by others. If we add in the number of views that come from users sharing your posts to their own friends and family, and all the additional users who will see your content through being tagged by your friends, there's definitely a chance to attract a lot of customers with one simple event. On the topic of visibility, it's also pertinent that you remain active and engaged through your social media pages, because when we go silent for long periods of time, our content and posts can be less likely to be viewed due to the algorithms of social media. 
The algorithms are constantly changing, but one thing is usually always certain. Active accounts remain the most likely to be seen by their followers. To go alongside social media visibility, I have to add that keeping your website up to date and fresh is also a great way to attract more potential consumers. While it's excellent to use social media to engage with the followers you currently have, your business's website is a sort of base of operations that will be able to be seen by anyone without the limitations of having to have a profile on a social media platform. There are so many tools out there that you can use to create beautiful and expressive websites that I highly suggest spending the time to make it your own. The more work that you put into your website, the more it tends to pay off in the long run. If your business is able, another great way to attract in new customers is to offer a new customer discount through your website, social media, or blog. This could be something like offering 25% off a new customer's first order or a buy one, get one free promotion the first time someone comes into your store. This creates incentive for someone to try your product or service with a first time discount, which can increase the likelihood of that consumer giving your business a whirl. One marketing piece I will add in here is that if you're looking to use codes that new customers can use in your online store, make sure that each place that you have one posted, whether it's your blog, your website, or your social media, the codes are different. That way, when customers place their order and use that code, you have a way to tell how they found that offer. If you notice that you're seeing an increase in new customer orders being placed with the code from your blog, it's great to note that your blog is bringing in new customers and perhaps you should invest a little more time there. My last little piece of advice regarding attracting new customers is to simply ask them to follow you or like your page online. You notice this a lot in YouTube videos where content creators say something along the lines of, if you like this video, make sure to hit the follow button below. It may seem like something so simple, but it's a great way to re remind your consumers that they can actively follow you on platforms. If you're able to get a new consumer to follow you on your social media platforms, you're one step closer to keeping them for life. That being said, these are just some ideas to get you started. If you have a social media objective of attracting new followers or customers, there are a ton of ways to achieve this. The most important part is to create incentives for new customers with the customers themselves in mind. There's an old business adage that has been around for years that says that 80% of your business comes from 20% of your clients. This has held true for so long that it is a well-known concept throughout the entrepreneurial community named the 80-20 rule. This makes encouraging repeat business a noble social media objective because when you're able to retain a solid and loyal customer base, you can ensure that these customers will come back time and time again. Before we jump further into this objective, I want to talk briefly about customer lifetime value, or CLV, and how important this is to your business. I'll use an example from my personal life to kind of set the stage. So in my hometown, I shop at a local grocery store, and I usually go every two weeks and spend about $150 on average for groceries and household goods. I'm 27 right now, and assuming I make it to the average age for females in Wisconsin, which is about 82, I'll be frequenting this store every two weeks for the next 55 years of my life. If we factor in that I'll be shopping two times a month 
and spending around $300 every month on groceries, my customer lifetime value is about $198,000. It doesn't seem like a lot in my day-to-day life, but when you look at the larger picture, that's a lot of income for that grocery store over the years from just one loyal customer. This can be helpful for different types of specialty stores as well. Let's say that you run a cafe in town and you have a group of customers who come in every weekend for a few hours to catch up with one another, have a cup of coffee, and some breakfast. If there were four friends in total who each spend about $10 every time they come in, that comes out to about $2,080 a year in revenue for those customers. If you can keep them happy and they steadily return to your business over the next 10 years, that's $20,800 in revenue for just that group of four alone. When we look at these customers on a larger scale and estimate their customer lifetime value, it can be easy to see why the 80-20 rule makes sense and why it's important to keep our most loyal customers happy. One way to really hone in on your loyal customers and followers is to create advertisements that specifically target those who are already following your page. Social media platforms like Facebook make this super easy in their ad creation menus where you can hand pick who you want to see your advertisement. When your loyal followers see advertisements from a brand that they recognize or a business they are already following, you increase your likelihood of getting a sale from that customer. In addition, you want to make sure that you're attentive to your loyal customer base. Think back to a time in your life when you stopped shopping at a store that you went to for years. What was the reasoning behind it? You know, I've thought about this myself, and sometimes it's surprising how it's little things that can cause you to sever ties with a business that you've been frequenting for a long time. Now, this isn't to say that you shouldn't be attentive to all of your customers, because as a business, you value them all, but you want to make sure that you're giving some focus to those who have been loyal to your business through the years. Although it may not be exclusive to digital marketing, this also feels like a good time to talk about loyalty programs as incentives for your customers. There are a lot of ways that you can implement some sort of frequent buyer rewards, and one that is very common are some sort of punch card. For example, if you run a coffee shop, you could offer a punch card where after 10 coffee purchases, you get the 11th one for free. QuickTrip does a great job with their rewards program where after 25 visits, you get a discount of your choice through their app. Customers who can be rewarded for shopping with you tend to be more likely to frequent your business in the future, and that's something we should definitely take into consideration. Another thing that social media makes easy to do is to keep track of your customer feedback. You should make it a habit to check in on social media to see what your latest reviews and comments state. There may be areas that you can improve to keep your loyal customers happy or an additional product or service that's consistently requested that would make someone more inclined to visit your business again if you were to start offering it. All in all, if you follow the 80-20 rule, it makes it imperative to find time to focus on the loyal customers who keep your business running, and at the end of the day, it can make a world of difference. If you have a website for your business that you readily use, one of your social media objectives could be to increase traffic to your website. While social media is a great place to share information, posts generally get lost the further down the news feed they go, whereas your website generally has everything that new consumers could possibly need to know about your business. 
The first and biggest tip that I can offer is to make sure that your website is linked to all of your social media profiles. Every single platform allows you to put in your website information and you should make sure to use that to your advantage. In addition, if you have questions or comments on your posts about information that is readily available on your website, feel free to use links directly to your website to help them get to the information that they need. Sometimes you need to be careful with these circumstances as it could come off as somewhat cold to just respond to questions or comments with a link, so try to bridge the process by thanking them for their question or comment, then directing them to the website to further assist them. You can also use this when you're posting content online. If you're sharing pictures of a new product that you released in your store, include a link to your website's online store so your consumers can easily make a purchase if they are interested. If you create a post to discuss a certain service that you have available, include that there are other services available on your website and include a link to make it easier for them to learn more. Another great way to get followers to head to your website is to create advertisements with links that go directly back to your website. Facebook advertising makes this easy to choose as an option when you're creating an advertisement campaign. When your ad shows up on someone else's newsfeed, the call to action button can be set to your website so that your potential consumers are being guided to the information that they need the most. Last, but certainly not least, make sure that all of your content is shareable with your followers. If a social media user wants to share one of your posts with their friends and family, make it easy for them to do so by enabling that option in your social media settings. When users share your content with their friends and family, that's free advertising for your business. Where it's applicable, you can also include your website URL on your graphics, especially if you're using a platform such as Pinterest or LinkedIn. While increasing traffic to your website may not be your main goal for your social media presence, there are small things that you can do within each of your posts to add to the value that you bring to the table. When we have a new product or service that is ready to launch, social media can be the perfect platform to get the news out quickly to large groups of potential consumers. You've spent a long time perfecting this new item or service, so you want to ensure that your hard work is going to pay off in the long run, which means that you'll have to spend some time planning out how you want to have this new item go live to the world. Before your product or service is available to the public, Build up some excitement around the new launch by teasing what the product may be or what it pertains to. Some high-end corporations, such as Apple, do great jobs of teasing new product launches by simply showing you a part of the product in a picture and announcing a release date. This provides a sneak peek into what the new product or service is going to be, along with providing an expected date for when it will become available. This gives your followers a date to look forward to, which will certainly drum up some excitement. If you want, you can even ask your followers to guess what the newest addition to your business's portfolio is. This not only encourages your followers to engage with the post, which can increase the likelihood of it being viewed by additional potential consumers, but you can also get a chance to learn more about what your followers hope that the product is, which can give you insight into where you may want to focus your future efforts. 
Another way to engage with your followers is to get their input on the new product or service. People love to feel like they are a part of the process, which is why organizations tend to bring everyone on board when they're looking at revamping their visuals or updating their mission statement. If you feel personally connected to the process, it is something that will resonate with you and stick with you long after the initial excitement could wear off. For example, if you run a cafe in town and have a new coffee drink that you're excited to release to the public, share the contents of the drink with your followers and ask for their input on a name for it. If you'd prefer to not leave naming rights to your followers, you can ask them for their opinion on several prototype names of your choosing and have them vote in a poll. This also includes your consumers in the naming process without having to give up total control. Although followers are generally willing to contribute their best ideas, sometimes the silly ones get through. I'm not sure if any of you remember in 2016, but Britain was looking for some public input on naming their most recent polar vessel and ended up putting the voting out to the public. They allowed write-in names, and that's how a $260 million state-of-the-art vessel ended up with the name Bodie McBoatface. It has since been renamed after a veteran BBC naturalist, but the world will forever regard it as Bodie McBoatface. So sometimes it may make more sense to provide options to your followers and let them help you decide on the winning name. As your product gets closer to its launch date, you can start a countdown through your social media platforms, which will help build anticipation of the product or service availability. If you wanted to create advertising specific to this product or service launch, you can target the followers that you already have, which will help increase their likelihood of purchasing that product or service. You can also run a new product advertisement after the launch, targeting your current followers or their friends for similar results. Although we always want to have our newest product or service bring in new customers for us, sometimes we need to focus on those who are already familiar with our business as a whole. This definitely reflects back to our loyal customer base and customer lifetime value. One other piece of the puzzle that I have to touch base on is the customer's life events and how that can affect your marketing messages for your products and services. In life, there are several big events that alter the course we are currently on, either adding new experiences into the mix or creating new challenges that need to be conquered. Some of your more common ones include getting your driver's license at 16, going off to college for your first time, buying a home for the first time, getting married, or having children. These are the big players that most of your consumers will have gone through at some point in time. While there are these more obvious events, there's also smaller life events that still have large shifts attached to them, such as getting engaged, having a child who's almost ready to graduate, retiring from the workforce, and changing career paths. Understanding where your consumers are at and what life events they are experiencing can be important because studies have shown that consumers experiencing life events traditionally increase their spending. So let's think about it for a minute. If you're just getting ready to head to college for the first time, you're usually in need of some items to prepare you for life on your own. When people are expecting a baby, they need to purchase all of their baby products to prepare for their bundle of joy. If you're switching jobs and changing career paths, more than likely, you may have to purchase new clothing to fit your newest position or upgrade some of your technology if you're working from home. 
The one big thing that all of these life events have in common is the fact that they're all linked to emotional experiences. Of course, getting married or having a baby has large emotional factors, but having your children graduate from high school and go to college can be really emotional as well. This can also change the course of normal purchasing habits, which can be beneficial if you know where your current consumers are at. Although one of the perks of running a small business is the fact that you get to know the members of your community on a personal scale, let's pretend for a moment that your new business is just open and you're not familiar with the local citizens. Thanks to social media platforms, consumers are more open with their information now than they have ever been before, which you can certainly use to your advantage. You can spend some time researching your most active followers, learning more about their interests and what life events they may have upcoming, which in turn can help you market your products accordingly. So let's look at a few examples for inspiration. Let's say that you run a greenhouse, which offers floral bouquets for large events. You can put together some wonderful bouquets and take pictures of them and share that your bouquets are perfect for your special day. This will not only showcase your products to the world, but also highlight that you're available for weddings or special events. This type of post can trigger a response from brides-to-be who may contact you for additional information. Let's say that you run a clothing shop and you have a new collection of items coming in that would fall into a more business professional category. Depending on where you're located, these may not be your most popular selling items, but you can always find ways to connect with your target market. Have someone model the clothes for you and take pictures for your social media platforms, or even just take some great pictures of the items on display and advertise that you have clothes so people can, quote, dress for the job they want. This sort of content would resonate with someone on the edge of making a career switch or even someone who just accepted a new job and is realizing that their wardrobe might need to be updated. Although I got a little off topic here, um, these are just a few examples of ways that major life events can play into the launching and advertising of your new product or service. When you combine life event marketing within your current social media content creation, you can really connect with your followers on an emotional level and make a lasting impact. Social media is a great place to increase your reputation throughout your current market. Nothing can sting worse than bad PR that gets a lot of attention. And to highlight exactly how bad it can get, I want to discuss an old YouTube video that you may have seen throughout the years. In 2009, a musician named Dave Carroll was on a United Airlines flight when he looked out of his window and saw an employee mishandling his guitar that he had packed along for the trip. When he landed after his flight, he noticed that his guitar was broken and did what anyone would do in that situation and tried to reach out to United to get the situation rectified. Instead of handling his concern in an appropriate way, United ignored the problem. Finally, Dave gave up and did what musicians do best and wrote a song called United Breaks Guitars, which describes the whole event, complete with a music video, and it was uploaded to YouTube. It has had more than 20 million views since it went live and caused a lot of bad PR for United Airlines as a whole. If anyone's interested in the video, I'll include a link to it in the transcription of this podcast in our blog at www.icaabd.org. 
So although this is a pretty extreme example of bad PR, it definitely highlights how bad customer experiences can snowball into something larger, which can have long-lasting effects. I mean, I remember when the video went viral, and every time I hear about United Airlines, even to this day, that catchy song is the first thing I always tend to think of. So if you found that your reputation is in need of a little pick-me-up, social media is a tool that can help you reconnect with your online audience and highlight the positive aspects of your business. The first step in increasing your online reputation is to first be aware of what your followers are saying about your products, goods, or services. Take a little time to go through each of your social media profiles and read through the comments on your various posts, taking notes of any positive, or negative feedback that has been received. If you have a Facebook business profile, it'd be a great time to look through all of your reviews and again, note the positive or negative feedback that you have received. You can also conduct a search through the social media platforms that you currently use, searching for keywords pertaining to your business to see what else may be out there that hasn't been publicly posted to your page. If you notice that you have several customers that have voiced the same concerns about products, services, employees, or anything else, it's probably worth addressing. Although you don't have to come out and make a grand statement about it through your social media, being able to understand where the problems lie so you can begin to work on solutions is an excellent start. Social media users tend to be more vocal online, so make sure to use that to your advantage to learn about how your local community or active customers view your business. And although it may not always be a comfortable topic, and sometimes customers will have concerns that you just can't reasonably fix, take all of their feedback in stride. A simple way to help increase your reputation online is to be active and timely in responding to messages through social media messaging apps or through your website's contact us form. It may not seem like it matters to miss a message here and there, but each customer that you leave on red will feel as though their input or inquiry are not valued by your company. Make sure that you're taking the time to answer questions, comments, or concerns in a timely fashion. Last but not least, if you found yourself on the receiving end of some bad PR, take some time to share content that reflects your business's beliefs, values, and overall mission statement. These pieces of the puzzle are your business's foundation, so what better way to really show who you are than highlighting exactly who you are and what you believe in? No one likes to have bad publicity, but with the help of social media, you can push your way out of the weeds by being authentic, honest, and expressive and your consumers will be able to feel that. That's it for part two of our mini-series on digital marketing plans sponsored by Associated Bank. If you like this episode and want to be notified when our next episode goes live, make sure to follow the business at hand on your preferred podcast listening service provider. I also wanted to take the time to again thank Associated Bank for sponsoring the ICAA Business Development Program for 2021. With the help of community-oriented organizations such as Associated Bank, we're able to provide entrepreneurs with useful information to help them make the most out of their current online presence now and for years to come. And as always, if you live in Wisconsin and reside in any of the following counties, Ashland, Barron, Bayfield, Burnett, Clark, Douglas, Iron, Price, 
Rusk, Sawyer, Taylor, or Washburn and are interested in receiving one-on-one consultations and guidance from ICAA Business Development, visit us online at www.icaabd.org to contact us directly or call us today at 715-532-1608 to get started. Thank you all for listening to The Business at Hand. I'm your host, Anna Ringstead, signing off.